Hey, welcome to God Mode today. We have a special little treat today as my friend Brett Johnson is going to share a little bit of his testimony from what the miraculous thing that God did in his life. I hope that you are inspired, encouraged, and just your hope is risen, especially if you're in an area of your life you're really needing to see God do a miracle. I hope you enjoy this today. Here he is, my friend, Brett Johnson. Hi, I'm Brett Johnson, and this is my story. as a young young boy uh, with a lot of faith I had a grandma that set me in her lap when I was young and uh, she uh, would tell me about David and Daniel and and slaying the giant and you know killing the bear and the lion and and uh, you know I can remember that even at two and three years old how that made such a big deal in my life. And I just, one of the stories that I tell to start off this testimony is, you know, when I was, uh, I was going to be a freshman at a new school and uh, my dad, my two brothers, my grandpa and his brother-in-law, all were going to get their heads buzzed off. And I was the last one, and I took off running to the barn, and I stayed there till dark, till my mom was cutting all the hair. But um, I say God had a sense of humor, you know, because I don't have an ounce of hair. I never had any chemo. It just about a month ago, it fell out. And, uh, man, I was just really torn up about it at first. But, you know, God, uh, he, uh, I would rather have a healed head and a bald head than, than to have a sick head and hair. So December the 5th, 2021, my wife takes me to the emergency room and they do an MRI on my brain. And they come back and tell us in a very rude way, I thought that, uh, that you have a brain tumor and we're gonna send you to Lubbock or we're gonna send you to Dallas. Um, and so the next morning uh, they shipped us by ambulance to Dallas. They told us there at Dallas, they said, you need to go find an oncologist as soon as you can. And, and you know, my personality is I'm, I'm always in a hurry uh, and I want to get things done. So we found an oncologist there in Midland and we went in and talked to him. And, and he said, you know, this is a, this cancer's growing at 95% growth rate. He told us there's really nothing you can, we can do for you. you. We can take you to MD Anderson, but said you're gonna, they're gonna have to raise the chemo so high in your body and your brain has a barrier over it. Over it so it's a protecting of, of, from anything in your body. But for, in order for chemo to get to that spot, it's it's gotta be raised so high, it's just gonna burn all your organs up. And, and I just told him right there, I said, I'm not, I'm not gonna die like that. I'd heard of my friend, he got diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer. And so I'd heard that he was in Mexico getting treatment. So I called him and he picked right up. I couldn't believe it. But, you know, we cried together. Uh, he was 
down in uh, Cancun, Mexico, getting treatments. And and I just, you know, he was told me, telling me a little bit about it. And I just come out and ask him, I said, Rick, is that something for me? And he said, Brett, I'm not going to say it's for you, but it's for me. And so Shay and I went home and we, we studied of it, studied on the internet. And uh, we made an appointment on January the 5th. We were in Tijuana getting treatment. So I never will forget maybe the third day we were there. I was still pretty weak and I was up in the bed. I, I mean, it was probably seven o'clock at night. And this man come from down the road. He had a little ministry in his house, but he would come up there and lead worship. And my wife, she went down and got water and she was come back up. She goes, man, they're having really good worship down there. You think you feel like going? I said, I don't. But the Lord just urged me, urged me to get up and just go down there and, and see what it was about. But it was the sweetest worship that I'd ever been in. I mean, just the Lord was just speaking to me and and I was just crying. And just this morning in my Bible study, it was about how Jehoshaphat and his little army went against three armies, but they put the worship team up front. And, um, you know, the three enemies were defeated. When you have cancer, it is a big enemy. Um, and I think worship's a big part of your healing process there. But like two days before we left, they were doing IVs to get my IV stuff in me. But the two days before we left, they stuck one in my arm right here. And um, when I left there, it was like about that big. And uh, I remember we had trouble finding that vein. But when I got home, you know, after a week, 10 days, it was good. And I didn't even think anything else about it. So I work cutting horses at night and I love cutting horses. And it's what gets me away from my work. I'd been home five weeks and uh, my back was just killing me. And I never will forget the last night um, before this event, I got on a horse. I had one of my guys, Epi, to help me get up there. And, and I took about two steps. I said, I got you gotta get me off of here. I can't, I can't do it. And so he helped me off and we went to the house. Shay put me to bed. The next morning I couldn't even get out of bed. I mean, my back was hurting so bad. My wife calls my son-in-law Sam and they come over and put me in the car and take me to the hospital. And they do an MRI Well, my whole spine is full of infection. I never will forget this part. My pastor, Pastor Ed, and a really good friend of mine that I went to high school with, Chris Robertson, they came up there to the hospital with my son-in-law, led him up there, and they all anointed me with oil and prayed over me. And I remember, you know, I was a, I was really sick at that time, and they had me drugged up, but I never will forget them praying over me. I don't remember a lot of stuff happened before or after that, but I remember them coming in and praying over me. I had uh, the surgery. They tried to put antibiotics in me for a week before they did the surgery, and then they ended up, they cut me from about the middle of my back all the way down to my behind. And that process of healing from that was probably the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life. And I never will forget, I had a meltdown 
When I was in, they, so I stayed two weeks in the hospital and then they put me in a rehab for two weeks. And I remember the, it was like the third day I was having a pity party. I just wanted to die. And I was telling God, I just, I want to die. I don't, I don't want to live anymore. I don't want to just pain. Everybody would be in a wheelchair and they'd set us in a circle. And I was sitting there just feeling sorry for myself. And I looked around and this young man, they wheeled him up there. And he had a cast from his toe to his hip. And this one went halfway down his leg. And then he had cuts where they'd cut him open all the way to his toes on both sides. And, and God taps me and he goes, hey, you need to pick your head up because it could be a lot worse. August the 5th, I have a picture of, um, of those MRIs side by side. And the first picture, I have the, the tumor, and the second picture, I don't. So I call August the 5th my new birthday because God gave me another life, another chance. Hey, thank you so much for tuning into God Mode today, where we really believe that we can live a life undefeated. I hope you were encouraged and have hope. No matter what you're going through in this season of life, God cares, God is there, and we still serve and we are still in allegiance, swearing our allegiance to a God who can do miracles. God bless you in the rest of your week. Stay tuned next week as we begin a new series on how to lead like Jesus. How do we lead like Jesus in a leadership role? Because all of us are called to be leaders. All of us are called to do something for the kingdom of God. We can't just continue just to say it's okay not to make a difference. God bless you and we'll see you next week.